Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the laboratory of nonsense and the absurd. And yes, it's me, Professor Theodore Bumblebum. Please stop talking. <laughs> and of course, I have my wonderful assistants, Professor Robin and Professor Rebecca, who have been busy experimenting, making potions under the strict supervision of my trusted cat, Dennis, with only the occasional mess up. Professor Rebecca, if you can stop blowing things up for a minute, can you please introduce yourselves in 30 seconds? My name's Rebecca Dunn, and I go to school to celebrate and I like chocolate, and um, my favourite author is, is Rodale, and I went to college yesterday. I have a dog called Charlie, and I have a cousin called Robin, over to her. My name is Robin McGarry, I go to Intercourt National School. I'm 10 years old. I have a dog called Ben. I like reading the Harry Potters and watching them too. My favourite animal is a bear and I play the drums too. Oh yes! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as you can tell, you're in the safest of hands as we explore the latest sense in... The Science! I'll do it myself then, shall I? <laughs> the Science, science of, of Sense! One, two, three, four, five, and six. Do you see what I see? Do you hear what I wish? One, two, three, four, five, and six. There are many more senses than this. Come on. Professor Bumbledum, what sense are we going to explore today? Well, let me give you the Science of Sense riddle as the clue to the magnificent sense we will be exploring today. Can you tell me how two brothers can have very different experiences of marzipan? One disgusted, whilst the other can't believe how deliciously delightful crushed almonds can be. Professors, what sense shall we be exploring today? My favourite, yum, 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 yum. So I sent my two assistants, Rebecca and Robin, to talk to a science expert to find out all about it. We went to the University College Dublin and we met with Anna Wedderburn, who is a public engagement and research officer for the Conway Institute in UCD. Yeah, do you guys want to tell me what you know about taste first? I know that... Um, Adults and children have different amounts of taste buds. I think adults have 6,000 and children have 10,000. When I was younger, I used to think that I could actually see my taste buds because you know the way there's kind of bumps on your tongue? But they're not actually taste buds. Taste buds are much, much smaller. You can only actually see them if you look with a microscope. So on each bump, there's actually hundreds of different taste buds. Um, so the way it works is that when you like eat something or if you're drinking something, like food or the whatever you're drinking, it kind of like rubs off your taste buds. And what happens then is your taste bud says, oh, I know what that is. And it sends a message to your brain through like a kind of like a line of cells using like electric currents to your brain to an area called the gustatory complex. So that's kind of like the taste center of your brain. And it happens really, really quickly. That's how you know what you're tasting. So it's quite cool. What? Children have more taste buds than adults? Aren't we amazing? Why? I don't know. Why would they have 4,000 more taste buds? It's getting old, you see. That's what changes it. Ball in the park, Dr. Robin. <laughs> We're born with a full set of functioning taste buds, around 10,000, though some scientists think that might be higher, even as high as 30,000. But they die off, you see, as we age. Oh, that explains why baby food is so bland, because babies' taste buds are so sensitive. Strong flavours would be way too much for them. 
Did you know that taste buds can regenerate every couple of weeks? But when you get old, like Professor Bumbledum, they don't regenerate as much. Well, well, thanks very much for pointing that out, Missy. Anyway, Professor Rebecca, on your research trip to Anna Wedderburn, what else did you find out about? My question is, if you eat very spicy foods or hot foods, can you burn or damage your taste buds? Um, No, so people actually think that it damages your taste buds, but in actual fact, it only just numbs them. Interesting. (laughs) Why do children find coffee revolting and adults find it delicious? I think the reason for that is that children's taste buds, they kind of tend to prefer sweet things. And the reason for that is because when you're a child, you drink breast milk and that's actually quite sweet. And things in nature that tend to be better tend to be poisonous things. So like if you think about it, like small children, they kind of put things in their mouth all the time. So if children don't like bitter tastes, it means because poisonous things taste bitter, it means that they'll spit poison out. I think that's why children don't like coffee, but adults do because it's really bitter. How can your tongue detect if something's sour, sweet or spicy? So your taste buds, they have these different kind of things poking out of them and they're called receptors. And these different receptors, they pick up different kinds of food. The receptors, they kind of react with the things in the food. So if it's like a spicy thing or a sweet thing, it'll react with the sweet receptor. Then it sends all the connections that I was talking about earlier to the brain. Why do some things taste good to some people and then it doesn't taste good to other people? So that all really comes down to our DNA. Do you guys know what DNA is? Um, it's about what you have inside you that nobody else really has. Well, some of it you can get from your parents. So it's all about what makes you you. Is it like a bit like a fingerprint? It is a bit like a fingerprint, yeah. So we've all got different DNA, and that DNA provides the instructions for like how we grow, what we look like, all that different stuff. So our DNA also contains instructions for our taste buds. So that's why my taste buds would be different to yours because our DNA is telling our body to make the taste buds in a different way. Interesting. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I still have lots of more questions about different things up in my head that's probably been there for a while. Yes, Professor Rebecca, I can hear those questions tick-tick-tocking away in your brain. As you know, I am a professor with extraordinary knowledge of and interest in animals. From all my years in the jungle, studying wildlife with my cat, Dennis. <coughs> Professor Robin, will you and Dennis stop trying to put those explosives in that test tube? Anyway, what did you two professors find out from Anna Wedderburn about animals' sense of taste? So, she told us one of the many things is that chickens the least amount of taste buds with only 24. 24 taste buds. What about you? What have you learned as well from that? Catfish have the most taste buds out of animals because they have taste buds on their tongue as well as their whiskers. Because they live in the deep dark ocean, they can't see their food, so their taste helps them get their food. That's amazing. Anything else? Yes. Anna Wedburn, she went to India and she ate goat's brain. Goat's brain? Yeah, and she said it was very nice. She said it actually was the best thing she's ever tasted. Ah, now that is interesting. I'm sure you're all thinking about what the best thing you've ever eaten or the worst thing. 
for me, the worst thing I've ever tasted was when I was a young scientist and went to Cambodia to study the sun bear. The sun bear is the smallest and rarest bear species and is native to Cambodia. They're amazing climate and spend most of their days in treetops, eating their favorite snacks, berries, insects, and honey. Yes, that is true. I did spend quite a lot of time falling out of trees while I was trying to study these magnificent animals. Anyway, back to my story. The worst thing I ever ate was when I was in Cambodia, and that was a tarantula spider. Something I would not like to try. Never. Would I? You wouldn't like to try tarantula? Yeah. No, thank you. Really? No. I really like spiders and they... You don't want to eat them? The weirdest thing I've ever tasted was crickets. Crickets? My cousin's girlfriend, she's from Mexico. <gasps> she brought home crickets and I tried it was very weird, it was very crunchy, but it had lots of spices on it, so it didn't taste like it. But I looked too much about the eyeballs and the eyes, so that really put me off it. Okay, you look too hard. Insects are a speciality in some parts of the world, and actually, they're really nutritious. But if we don't like the look of them, we don't want to eat them. Yeah, it's true, Professor Bumblegum. I sense the smell and sight do influence what we taste. But Professor Bumbledum, did you know that despite having so many taste buds on our tongues, we can only tell the difference between five main tastes? These are sour, bitter, sweet, salty, and umami, which means pleasant, savory taste in Japanese. Wow, amazing! So I think that calls for an experiment here in the laboratory of nonsense and the absurd. It's the mystery taste experiment. We are going to be blindfolded and hold our noses. And you are going to present us with food from each of the five taste groups. Then we are going to attempt to identify them. I can confirm listeners at home that the girls are now blindfolded and holding their noses. <laughs> close noses, close ears. Seriously, I don't. I don't have enough hands. The girls will now attempt to take a taste and tell us which food it is. So, I thought which food group? Which food group? Thank you for correcting me, Professor Robin. Consider yourself sacked. <laughs> so, and please into your mouth. Go. Oh, oh. She's going in, and, and there's a, and she's, 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 oh. Lemon, lemon. <laughs> oh, oh, that, that was lemon. identified very quickly. Lemon. lemon and sour. Hello? Did you know, Professor Bumbledum, that the sensation of sourness in fruits like lemons come from acid, contained in the fruit? The fruit has acid to stop it rotting too fast. Next, hands out please, and in to your mouth, Go. The sweet, definitely. Sweet. sweet, they've gone sweet. sweet. Easy. Experts on sweets, these two. Yeah. So, chomp your sweets, please. Can we have No, you cannot have more. Did you know that the reason why we love sweet tastes so much is down to evolution? Sweet food has lots of energy in it, which is why our ancestors liked it so much. The next... All the way from Cambodia. It's not a tarantula, they were. It's going in the mouth. The latch is closed. I can't 
What is that? I, I can't bite it. Their teeth are... <gasps> just get your chompers into it. What is that flavour? This is not a bug, right? No, of course it's not a bug. We would never do that. Umami. Are you going with umami? Yeah. I can confirm that you are wrong. That is the common Brussels sprout bitter. I'm saying bitter. It? A bitter? No, you said. Look, how dare you give me Brussels sprout? I no. like some. But Pop this in your mouth. That. She neutralize it. Dynamite. Popcorn. Salty. Oh yeah, popcorn. Salty. Do the popcorn salty. dance. Do the popcorn dance. Mm, do the popcorn salty. dance. Salty. Salty. Yeah. Salty. Good. No. I like popcorn. Mm-hmm. Did you know? What? Another did you know? Did you know that salt is the most important flavor enhancer? But did you also know that our bodies really need salt? Remember in the beginning, Anna Wedderburn told us how our taste buds send messages to our brain to tell us what we are eating. Well, the sodium in salt is used to transmit those electric signals. Yeah, but too much salt can be bad for us. So watch out as there is salt hidden in lots of the food we buy. <laughs> I forgot what you looked like. <laughs> so I'm remembering what you look like. So I'm placing the next food into your outreached hands. People at home wait with bated breath. Go, professors! This is rubbery. I don't think rubbery is <laughs> food group. Um, that's a mushroom. Oh, yeah, that's a mushroom. Very good. And, and it's umami. Oh, yeah, umami. Oh, yeah. Do you want more plate? And you, there's, your, there's your hand. Put, put it in your plate. Put it in. <laughs> You're not good at this, are you? <laughs> Down the hatch, get down the hatch. Soy sauce, oh, oh, I love it. You never put soy sauce right in somebody's mouth. You put out a noodle, sushi. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the power of umami. Professor Bumbledum, I think me and Robin are super tasters because that food tasted super bitter, sour and umami to us. That is the amazing science of our sense of taste. The science of sense! We have a cool worksheet with more facts and games and experiments. We would love to hear how you get on with your own experiments. You can download the worksheet with the information on it. Head to rte.ie forward slash learn to find out more. The Science of Sense is a Cheers broadcast production funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television license fee. Produced by Patricia Baker and Norma Lean. Final mix. Hugh O'Dwyer Contact Studio Presented by Hugh W. Brown As Professor Bumbledog And me, Robin McGarry And me, Rebecca Dunn Music by Hugh W. Brown One, two, three, four, five and six Do you see what I see? Do you hear what I wish? One, two, three, four, five and six There are many more senses than this Come on, come on, come on